dropped that knowledge on you. I could not make this show. With Kev Nash. Oh, Hercules, Hercules, Hercules. DJ Killer Kev. Faust. And Hayes Dizzle. Uh-oh. Let me tell you, boys, you can't make Uh-oh. that shit up. Inside. Real deal. Straight up. Are you crazy? Hottest <laughs> stories from the world of hip-hop. This is ludicrous. It's the big boss, Rick Rose. What up? It's your boy, Young Jesus. This is 50 Cent. Sports. Some of those dogs are the most incredible dogs I've ever seen. And what's popping in the DYT. I couldn't make the show. I couldn't make this shit up if I tried. I'm sad that I lack the talent to make this shit up. Here's Kev Nash, DJ Killer Kev, and A. You can't make this up, podcast, Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. Hey, Dizzle. Oh. 369, the goose drink wine. There it is, there it is, there it is. Fellas, how was the week? I stand on business. Yeah, we definitely going to talk about that. For sure, for sure. I had a good week, man. I booked a couple weddings for 2024 this week. Um, that's always a good thing to get next year rolling. Um, what else did I do? Got paid off for the event that I'm doing this Sunday. I got a family Christmas party I'm doing this Sunday. So hey. paid in full early. Kids got hair appointments tomorrow. Right back out. So, <laughs> so but, grand wait, opening, real, grand closing. Right. <laughs> do you prefer to get paid ahead of time, day of? I've I've learned over time that I prefer sooner the better i don't mind showing up and they paid me three days three months ago but i do mm. mind when i have to chase you down and find that bread so yeah if i can't uh if i can't manage the week with the extra money that's on me so <laughs> uh, but i look forward to it prior to i'll make sure i tell all my customers i need to be paid in full prior to the start of your event yeah you want to see me set up i prefer to like before the start of the event because if i get paid months in advance i'm looking at that date like man i'm not trying to do this shit that money's been spent <laughs> i would rather get paid just be- before the event feels good having that water cash knowing that you're about to get this event over with and you going home with the bread yeah yeah Definitely, definitely. Shit. Other than that, man, of course, we had a good turkey week. Thanksgiving was this week and uh, kept it real intimate with just me and my family, my wife and three kids and my mom and dad. But uh, shouts to my owner, uh, Chad, and he smoked us a, a turkey on the smoker, um, did it to perfection. Um, but we picked that up, had that. Uh, mom made a mac and cheese and all the trimmings and We'll get to the mac and cheese talk, I'm sure. <laughs> but, uh, but uh Thanksgiving was really nice. Uh didn't do I did a little bit of shopping online, Amazon, but I didn't get out nowhere. I didn't I had to work on Friday, work on Sunday, work today. So I've been working this weekend, but uh got a gig this coming up uh this Sunday. I got another one on the seventh. I'm doing for Wright Pat out there at the Air Force Base. And then I got a sweet sixteen. So I still got a few more gigs to do in December, which is right on time. So Dope. Stand on business. <laughs> you already know. You already know. Uh, as for me, man, I went home to the 216, man. Got up with my moms and my grandma. Got to see the nephew, my mother-in-law, my father-in-law, my pops, my stepmom. Smacked the nephew around a little bit. So much driving, man. That's like, this is the part, like, I I love doing the food drive because obviously it's a good time and obviously it's super important. But doing the food drive right before Thanksgiving 
it's taxing. It's super yeah. taxing. It's it's long days, long nights, a lot of moving and shaking, a lot of driving, and then to go turn around a couple days later and go do the whole Thanksgiving thing, which encompasses a lot of driving because you know not everybody lives in the same city. It's it's in Cleveland, but it's a lot of driving. You know, a lot of 45 minutes here, then 45 minutes back there, and then we got to go over there, then we got to go over there, and then obviously do the whole Thanksgiving hosting at my mom's crib, so, you know, you got to be there, and obviously you want to hang out with your family and everything, but it is super taxing, so uh, we did a whole lot of ripping and running while I was around up there in Cleveland, but uh, today, nigga, took, I, I actually text my mom, like, around 11, I was like, I'm ready for a nap, <laughs> and I actually fell asleep and then woke up at like two o'clock and she was like, that wasn't no nap. You went to sleep. Right. <laughs> right. And I needed it because I've been on the go since the Thursday before the food drive. So that would be what? November 16th. I've been on the go nonstop every single day. It's been ripping, running, planning for the food drive. And then obviously Thanksgiving. So yeah, it, it was hectic. Mom's uh, deep fried the turkey. Uh, I handled the macaroni and cheese uh, with the wife's assistance. Uh, so, yeah, it, it went down. It was good eats. Good eats, for like, sure. Like you had some Gouda cheese in there. Like you had some yeah. Gouda. And you know what I'm saying? Shredded it myself. Didn't do the whole, you know what I'm saying? Just got, got busy with it. Okay. Got busy with it. <laughs> Homemade. Homemade. Nice. How much was left over? That'll tell you if you did good or not. How much of it was left? It was after... Thanksgiving and the day after Thanksgiving and Saturday, it was probably like maybe like uh, a square and a half left. Cause I be feeling bad. You go to the to the cookout or Thanksgiving, you know the auntie that bring over the dish that look a little like you got to ask questions about it, yeah. <laughs> and ain't nobody touched it. I be feeling bad. I'll scoop a plate just to throw it away, just to look like somebody you know <laughs> got some. But, and I'll say this. I'll say this. I think. Me and my mom's kind of planned everything, I won't say to perfection, but like proportion wise, because obviously you don't want to be cooking a whole bunch of food and throwing it away, basically wasting because, you know, people are done with Thanksgiving food after, you know, sometime on Saturday. I think we've had that conversation multiple times on the pod. So uh, I think we hit just about the right mark with the size of the turkey, amount of sides. So yeah. I, I was happy that, like, all right, man, I bashed, obviously, on Thursday and Friday and had uh, some on Saturday, and everybody else did, too. But, like, all right, we only go waste a little bit of food, not a whole bunch. Yeah. I think I'm, I'm feeling the same in terms of, like, having to rip and run around. Thanksgiving was cool. My, my brothers came into town. Um, hella kids running around. Went to Scene 75 a couple times. So that was good. Just linking up with the growing kids. I think one of the uh, my nieces is like about to be turning 18 soon. So who, who knows, you know, how many more of the functions she's going to be coming to. You know, once you right. out the house, you doing your own thing. Um, so it's good. Just linking up with the fam. Everybody got to meet the little man. Dope. Um, shit. What was I about to Fuck, uh, I did the Thanksgiving or the Christmas parade in Dayton. I'm thinking it's the Thanksgiving Day parade, but it's it's on Black Friday yeah. celebrating Christmas. It was cold as hell. Did so you run I, into faith? No. So I was, I, I DJed, um, like the main stage. I was with a lady. Coming to the main stage. <laughs> <Come in. laughs> 
<laughs> I was with a, a singer, so she performed on the main stage. I did that for about 30 minutes. And then I also was on a float with her. So once the sun went down, that motherfucker got cold as hell, wind blowing on the float, the car driving, you catching wind from the shit driving and shaking, nigga almost fell off the float. <laughs> it was crazy. But uh, I'm guessing I got sick from one of those two things, just kicking it with the, all the family and all the kids or just being out in the cold, freezing, interacting with people, ended up catching a fever. I got a fever uh. last night. I was chills. I'm in the basement trying to, I ain't even trying to get my wife or the baby sick. So I just been chilling in the basement. Um, so yeah, man, it's, it was a good week, good weekend. Uh, but now I'm trying to get, my body is telling me, sit your ass down and um, shit, get ready. Cause it's about to get colder. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm about to be homebody for sure. Have you ever uh, rock with emergency? Y- yes. Hella emergency upstairs. Yeah. I can only take one a day, though. I, I saw the back of the box. I'll be popping them bitches like a Gatorade. Like <laughs> it says one a day. So yeah, I try to take it before I go to sleep. Killer. It's the holidays. I got a question for y'all. So since last Sunday, so or last Monday, the whole week, how much drinking did you do during the week? Because I put down probably three bottles this week with people, and I say, yo, I'm feeling, I'm feeling that today at work, like. Wanting some fruit at work, I'm like, I need to, I need to just detox. So. Yeah, <laughs> I pretty much every day, um, because yeah. I wasn't working. My brothers came in at the top of the week. Me and my wife is drinking, just cleaning up. We go out, we drinking, come back, might get another glass. Mm-hmm. Wednesday, um, I didn't even know they call it Drinksgiving. Oh, like, it's like the the day that most people get drunk or the biggest alcohol consumption. Just because it's the day before Thanksgiving, so niggas is cooking and getting wasted. So that 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 makes sense because I went to the liquor store on Wednesday about noon, and that motherfucker was jumping. <laughs> yeah, jumping. So yeah. I need to chill. And then my wife just got a bottle yesterday. I'm sick. I'm still drinking. I don't. I don't even know why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the holidays. It is. It is. Yeah, I did a lot of drinking myself, man. A lot of uh, I'm sure we're gonna talk about the Ohio State game, but a lot of uh, nervous drinking during that game. Uh, drinking with my cousins, they came through on uh, on the Friday night. So we was just chilling over here watching some NBA, just drinking, 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 more drinking. So uh, not today, but tomorrow is straight detox until Christmas, man. Water, whole bunch of fruits and vegetables, man, because I I went in for sure. Yeah, I already had three shots today. So today, yeah, I man. Hey, I ate some pancakes and some bacon, but run it up. You you act. I stand on business. <laughs> <laughs> but I think the biggest stories of this week, man. All Hold on, wait, wait, wait. Go ahead, bro. Before we get into that, it's, it's still on on kind of the Thanksgiving topic. So no, nobody did Black Friday. No no shopping. Just online a little bit. Nothing nothing outside. Now, y'all know me. I'm going to find a reason to shop. But, like, I ain't see nothing that I was like, oh, I got to have instead, instead of some shoes. So, you know, I, I really haven't done too much yet. Uh, still a couple hours left in Cyber Monday. We see what we can find. So, I'm you? Think, nah, I'm not getting I'm not getting scammed. I know y'all saw the, the Target. The Target uh, store went viral for showing. $4.99. Yeah, yeah, for showing the scam Black Friday sales. They not, never are real sales. 
Um, there's got to be a documentary or something on like the downfall of Black Friday. Like, when was the last time y'all remember lining up early, going to Best Buy or something like no. five years ago, 10 years ago? Because it's been a I, while. I've never done the Black Friday shopping. The only shopping I've ever done for like on Black Friday was for sneakers because, you know, I was normally, gonna say. Uh, normally that's when like they drop a hot ass sneaker on Black Friday and they actually went away from that with uh you know the camping out and stuff because you know niggas, camping out yeah, niggas went nigga mode and mm. some lines was getting robbed and stuff like that so they moved everything online that's black friday but, though that's yeah, the, that's the very, culture you know what I'm very saying? black <laughs> <laughs> yeah very I, I, black i've never ever like waited outside for the store to open oh closest i've gotten was this is like early 2000s like I think it was like some Air Maxes I wanted or something. And I had a boy that was in line and I pulled up and gave him the bread and got up out of there. After closest I've been to ever on Friday, early morning, you know, but I was going to work on Friday at 730 and Myers was jumping, you know, I'm riding past the places and, you know, people be out there. So I just never, mm -hmm. I've, I've never had the itch for that. People don't understand that you can see it the same deals weeks before. Like they start the Black Friday deals like two weeks in advance. Yeah, I think that's I think that's what fucked it up. That Amazon being able to get everything yeah. on discounted prices already. Like right. we're gonna have to rebrand Black Friday or do something because, like I said, I, I I used to go to the mall and then that used to be jumping. Going mm -hmm. with my wife, uh, motherfucking what's the what's the Victoria's Secret, that shit used to go crazy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but nah, I ain't see no action this year. No good sales. Niggas could get TVs for cheap right now. Like I got a big screen right. TV for like two hundred bucks. So I don't know. Like I said, it's got to be a documentary coming soon. Yeah, this this young boy that I work with, I ain't gonna put him on too much blast. But I was uh, training him on some shit to like deliver, and he was riding with me, and and I hear him over there like I'm about to buy this eighty inch. Ooh. And I'm like, bro, you got your own house? He was like, nah, my room. I'm like, bro, <laughs> that's that's too much for the room, bro. <laughs> <You know>? Room? <laughs> he was talking about he not like, no, not your living room, but your bedroom. He 1920 still at the crib talking about I'm about to buy an 80 inch for the room. I'm like, bro, for the bedroom for two hundred dollars. No. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, just because just it was damn. cheap. <laughs> Golly, yeah, that's man. a, a hell of TV, man. Right, the whole room. Facts. All right, man. Unfortunately, the biggest story is of the week all around sexual assault lawsuits from Diddy to Jamie Foxx, the mayor of New York, uh, Aaron Hall, old ass, Jimmy Iovine. What was y'all takeaway on all these sexual assaults uh, lawsuits? Well, I knew more Diddy lawsuits was coming and more of them going to keep coming. Facts. They're not slowing down. Um, I wasn't familiar with Aaron Hall. I guess he used to run with Diddy. Is he like a producer? No, I is. miss you. He a singer? Yeah, he a singer from a uh, guy. Um, okay, okay. Got you, got you. Okay, I, I've seen just old interviews of him talking crazy. So I'm like, man, yeah. I know his lawsuits. It's gonna be more from him too. Absolutely. See, I. So trust me, I got three daughters. I'm not. I'm not trying to stir the pot. My only real, real question about it is: so much of the culture has changed. Whether 
were right or wrong, it has changed. So like early nineties, the video girls, the you know, just the vibes of how that was, the whole freak nick, like it was mm-hmm. it, it was atmospheres where you was, you know, you was expected to, you know, almost smack a ass and flip a tit on the way by. You know, like it was those were certain never saying I did it. I'm just saying those were the vibes. So I'm hoping that, you know, well, actually I'm not hoping because that means there's victims, but I'm 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 prayerful for the for the whole situation of lawsuits that this stuff is really valid lawsuits and not just the whole you know let me get in where I fit into you know so I'm hoping these are all actual things that you know people really had issues with and you know they are now being strong and coming forward because some of that culture from back in the day you know not right or wrong that's it is it, it was what it was right right and a lot of these allegations and lawsuits are coming out because new york is about to waive the statute of limitations on when you can report a crime like this so mm-hmm. people are like all right now is going to be my last chance to talk about this and you know to try to get justice whatever that justice they deem that they want you know is it an apology they want is it you know this person behind bars is it you know, so I mean, it, it's it's a crazy situation, man. Because to touch on your point, kill. I mean, you talked about it, man. Like the culture was just totally different, and especially like the '90s and the early 2000s. From you know, what I'm saying, uh, going to Freaknik to Black Beach to Black Bike Weekend, and all these events, and you know, things just happen. And I mean, when you get that type of environment, you get people just a little too anxious, and I'm sure people of our age would look at like some of the stuff that they did at that age and like, whoa, we was out of control and would never do it now. And it's all about growth and development, but that still doesn't say like, Hey man, you didn't do these things. And if you made somebody feel a certain type of way, you, I guess you still got to pay consequences for those things, man. So it's crazy, man. It's crazy. I, 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 uh, man, I hope all, all the evidence of me out say, on those beaches are burned. I was about to say, like, do they have hardcore evidence, or is it like, is it like written documents and, and words and he say she say? Because like, if they lot, got, it's got to be a lot of he say she say. It got to be because if you say that footage for twenty five, you know, that in itself is impressive. So because <laughs> yeah. th- there's no way, you know. Thank God some of the things I've done in my 20s and, you know, social media wasn't around because to get that 10 year ago memory would be awful. You know, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. so I just I just wanted to have really have evidence. Crazy. Yeah. We're going to get some more news on it now. You know, like I yeah. said, we, we're going to hear some more. It's a lot of huge names. It's not going to just go anywhere. Yeah. And like you said, Dizzle, uh, Aaron Hall and his uh, Vlad TV interview, you know, that clip is just going everywhere. And it's like, not only is it strange to hear, but <laughs> like it's incriminating, dude. <laughs> like so-and-so was there. So-and-so was there. That person was there. They all saw me doing it. Like, right. wait a minute. <laughs> Don't roll me in. What you doing, bro? I was not right. there. They saw me. Like, no, I did not see you. I was not there. Leave me out of this. So, yeah, man. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so, kind of on the same topic, but switching to the sports realm, uh, this was boy, Josh Giddy. He went viral for <laughs> all the wrong reasons. Not my guy. 
That's not your dude. You ain't OKC. You ain't OKC mob. No, I mean, good team. Josh Giddy, I'm not claiming. <laughs> I don't know that man. <laughs> Y'all can't fault. Y'all fault. No, Y'all not peeps. at all. Not at all. What happened with him, man? Now this is it's just kind of crazy. So I seen this on Twitter, uh, just a, a post going viral showing this little white girl with Josh Giddy say, and the caption was, "I just fucked Josh Giddy," and you can see him with the girl on separate occasions, him with his shirt off, taking selfies in the bathroom with her, uh, them two together. I think they might have been in a club. He in the background sending a message to her her brother. Basically, uh, it's been revealed that she's still in high school. She's a junior in high school, uh, under the age of 18. Josh Giddy is 21, 21 years old. Born in 2002. Mm-hmm. So this situation is, is weird. It, it's very yeah. weird because I did a little bit of Googling. Uh, and I well, so, so starting off, uh, the Thunder didn't suspend him. He didn't sit out a game. He's, he's been playing. Uh, NBA really hasn't said nothing, but they are investigating. They said they're investigating the situation, um, but really nothing much after that. Uh, I haven't seen many clips on YouTube from ESPN. Do you, have y'all seen anything of anybody talking about it? I haven't seen anybody talking about it, but I saw uh, a couple NBA guys. Uh, I think it was Stephen A. Uh, stay tuned. Like he reposted this story about it, and he said, "Stay tuned." That's all he said so far. And I'm, I mean, goddamn, man. I mean, yeah. goddamn, dude. Like, the, the reports of this girl is 15, 16. Like, I know he's from Australia, but, like, come on, dude. Come so, on, I, I, I got. <laughs> Go ahead, brother. <laughs> What's the age difference between your mom and dad, both of y'all? They're, they're a year apart. I think my, I think two years apart. So my mom and, and biological father are seven years apart, and my mom and my stepdad are ten years apart. Right. So I'll just say that to say there is an age difference, and the development of those years are are crucial. And twenty one with millions and fifteen sixteen is very, very influential and for the wrong reasons. Right. Extremely predatory. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. He had he has like, like you said everything that she could ever want. <laughs> My only like the thing that always just rubs me, and I'm I'm on I'm on the side of this is wrong. But like, why does it have like one magical day when I wake up a year from now, eighteen months from now, it's okay? You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like I know those years are you know very important. I wouldn't want my sixteen year old daughter talking to nobody with no millions of dollars in the league. You know what I'm saying? So so I I understand it, but it's like. I speaking about how the times were different, you know, back in the day, my I have family members that are, are been married 40, 50 years and had to get their parents to sign off because they was both young trying to get married. You know what I'm saying? So that was mm-hmm. a time and space in our world. And then I can remember in high school, I was trying to smash the 19, 20 year old at any given moment. You know what I'm saying? In my 15 and 16 year old, I was going out trying to meet the older one. You know what I'm saying? So that was a time and space. So how the how the times change, it just it just it just crazy. You live long enough, you see a lot of shit. So <laughs> it's just now it's to the point where you know I get this and this is wrong, but it's just crazy how you know fifty years ago he kind of got that off. Yeah, yeah, this ain't nothing new, man. I remember when I was in high school, 
the dope boys used to come up to the high school picking up the girls in school. Them old ass mm-hmm. niggas and they Cutlass Supremes picking up the baddest chicks in the high school that every nigga in his school was fiending after. Like, yeah, she ain't fucking with you, nigga. You, you're in her same grade. You're right. catching the bus to and from <laughs> everywhere. She's fucking with a dope boy that's 25 years old and she's 16. Like, this shit ain't nothing new. But on the flip side of that, it don't make it right. And exactly. I, I honestly think part of this has to do with how young the NBA is because you have a group of players in the NBA, like your KDs and your LeBrons and your Stephs that are, you know, 30-plus years old. And, like, their vibe isn't on the same vibe as maybe, uh, I don't know, I'm going to just pick a random uh, uh, Jason Tatum. Like, maybe Jason Tatum's, like, still going out to the club to kick it and stuff like that. But like, yeah, there you go. They're perfect. <laughs> like, maybe he's going out to the club to kick it. But, like, they're – peer group is like in reality a college age person yeah but their money situation says something totally different like they're not about to be at uh i don't know a hbcu homecoming really trying to kick it like they got long money so they trying to go out to the real clubs this situation with josh giddy what is going on bro what are you doing like i'm i'm sure they don't have like a lot of older vets in there locker room or on their team but you gotta know like right from wrong you gotta know right from wrong man like like she looks young (laughs) like it ain't like oh man she fooled me like did you see the hips and uh, she (laughs) looks like she's 15 years old right um so i don't think the nba is gonna suspend them i don't think they can the age of consent in oklahoma is 16 she's allegedly 16, 17. So it looks looks like it's a weird situation. Under the age of 18, it's always going to give you looks, rightfully so. I mean, she's 21. And why are you posting this on Snapchat? You got to you got to do better. You got to do better. He Um, ain't no problem. (laughs) I mean, wait, wait. I'm not mistaken. He didn't post this, right? She posted it, right? I saw videos of him talking to the camera. She, it might have been her posted. It might have got leaked, hacked. I don't know, but he's, I don't know. He, he moving different. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you know, you know, she posting it for clout, and you know, what I'm saying like I bang doing fifteen year old shit, right? Yeah, yeah, like yo, I, I, I would imagine he's not posting anything on there. Like, hey, I'm banging this girl that goes to Southwest High, nigga. Yeah, <laughs> bad look for young Josh. Um, yeah, on to more sad news, especially in my world. Ohio State, the Buckeyes lose to Michigan for the third year in a fucking row. Sorry for my language. Um, before those three years, was it still like Michigan heavy or no? no. They won. They won like they won like two or three in the last twenty before these last three. Okay, they won five or six in, since two thousand. It was a good game. It was a good game. I was entertained. You wasn't entertained watching the game cheering like we was coming no, back. No, I was not entertained. I was nervous. Uh, I was drinking. <laughs> I was biting my nails. Uh, crazy enough, obviously, it's a Saturday. I was off work. Uh, Kenner was down in Florida for the holiday. I hit him up early in the morning. I was like, yo, we should do a pregame on the station Facebook page uh, just because I had so much nervous energy. So we kind of like do the pregame. 
whole bunch of people tuned into the live. It was a good time, and then the game came on, and then it wasn't fun anymore. It was it was yeah. not fun. We ultimately lost the game for the third year in a row. I am highly upset. I don't know what to do with myself. Well, add to this to the fact that I have a 15 year old that wants to get into early childhood education. She keeps talking about how Michigan got a good program. Her mother's from Flint, Michigan. My seven-year-old just bandwagoning with the ladies in the house. Oh. Uh, so I had a whole bunch of people wearing blue when I wake up and just talking, mm. talking cold shit. So, <laughs> I, like, I literally had to leave. I had to go to my boy's house. Shout out to my guy, Eric. I pulled up on my guy and, uh, I had some bets going that I was trying to get some money. I, I, I cashed out one of them at a hundred and one of them at eighteen dollars, trying to chase it. So I should have had them both at a hundred. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I, I let one go and cashed out one, and then that last drive just you know it's always when you're chasing it and you still got a chance and you're doing the math and you know you're trying to make it make sense in your head, and then the last drive goes like that. It's like. And the dude from Northmont, it just made it worse. Mm, so, mm, yeah, mm. man. Mm, it was just a mm. bad week. I ain't been on social media hardly since Sunday. But, yeah, you know who? Another person that shouldn't be on social media, Kyle McCord, the quarterback from Ohio. <laughs> but, uh, brother, I wish you the best, man. But I hope you're not on social media. I'm sure it's bad for your mental health, man. But, you know, Coach Day, man, I I, I love Coach Day. I love the Buckeyes, man. But you, you got to coach him better, man. I mean, that, that's the only way. I fire mean, him? Nah, I ain't gonna fire it. Sixty-five and seven still. Yeah, yeah. Like, like <laughs> the problem is the problem is with Ohio State fans, we spoiled, and you know, we've been winning for the last I don't know twenty something years over that team up north, and just handling our business. And people got spoiled and realized, like, oh, I think it's our birthright to beat them. Like, we gotta actually gotta go out there and handle business. Another reason was spoiled because the quarterbacks that have come through Ohio State have all been first rounders the last couple years from. RIP to Dwayne Haskins, first rounder. Obviously, CJ Stroud, first rounder, about to be the rookie of the year. Uh, Justin Fields, first rounder. Kyle McCord, not a first round quarterback. Matter of fact, don't think he's ever going to play a snap in the NFL. He'll probably be selling insurance one day, all due yeah. respect. But, like, I mean, you're not going to bat a thousand on picking your quarterbacks. Coach them up better because it was dudes running butt naked wide open, man. It just, <laughs> just wasn't our day. I know you've watched most Ohio State, if not all Ohio State oh, this year. Oh. And I've been at work or DJing for most, probably six or seven of them. That was my first time really getting to sit down and watch start to finish and pay attention to a game. Mm-hmm. Does he ever throw the ball with some juice? Or, <laughs> yeah. or, or is it always just a little it a it touch pass? Like, yeah, touch it, felt pass. Like, it felt like he wasn't. You know, he, he was ain't got, he backyard ain't got that. swinging. He was backyard he ain't got swinging. That. He ain't got that. The, they ain't got that rocky. He ain't got the rocky, man. He's like an anticipation thrower. Yeah. Um, My biggest problem with Kyle McCord is, like, he's a one-read quarterback. So, like, hey, this play is set up to throw it to so-and-so. If that person's open, he's going to hit him. If he ain't open, he don't know what to do with the ball. He's going to oh, <laughs> I just, I, I'm, I'm going to throw it to him anyway. Interception. My bad, coach. He ain't creating no no look space. Nah, man. He ain't, he ain't got that in the toolbox, man. That's not in his bag, man. So, got to coach him up or get somebody else in there that can actually make the throws, man. Because you can't – I'll say this. You lose for the fourth year in a row. Coach Day 
It's been real. <laughs> so been what's real. he he on three on three against Michigan? Uh, one one and three, one and three. Okay. So um, lose, lose any, next year, gotta go. Any chance they still make the uh, playoffs? Uh, so this will will have to happen. Georgia will have to beat Alabama in the SEC championship game. Washington will have to beat Oregon in the Pac-12 championship game. Oklahoma State will have to beat Texas in the Big 12 championship game. And Louisville will have to beat Florida State in the ACC championship game for Ohio you, State to have a chance to make it. Can you text me that so I can sports bet that? <laughs> I got you. I got you. I'm just going to put five on it just for GP. <laughs> I got you. Don't even worry about it. And other sports news. <laughs> Shador. I'm, I'm, I'm slow with the sound effects. Hold on. <laughs> Shador. Yeah, has Shador some back, fract- <laughs> back fractures. Missed the last game for Colorado this season. They lost that game as well. They ultimately finished the season four and eight, one and eight in conference. Question for Killer. Do you believe? <laughs> I believe that if he stayed there, he could build something. But I don't I don't believe that Dion is staying and we know Shador and then any Sanders kid is out of there as soon as they can get up out of there. So I mean if you're trying to build something, I believe, but he ain't trying to build nothing, so I don't believe no more, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> I distinctly – shouts out to our brother OP. I distinctly remember us – what was this, late September? Before that USC and before that Oregon game. Yeah, man. We was at the taco spot having good times, good vibes, tacos. Y'all was having some alcoholic beverages. I wish I could have partake, but I'm available now. Um, and I tried to tell y'all, once they went up against that USC, that Oregon, and get in conference play, they was going to start to get donkey punch, man. Football is, a, <laughs> football is a game of attrition, man. How long can you keep your best players available? They started losing their best players, and then that defense. Oh, man, that defense. I really think that us three could go out there and put up a couple points on that defense. Dude, yeah. running butt naked wide open, and that offensive line. Got his son back fracture. So, shots out to Shador. Yeah, man. I mean, Dion did. He did say, or Coach Prime said that uh, he needed a couple years, though. Didn't he say nah, that? Nah, I, nigga, nah, nigga, nah. See, we not gonna do that. <laughs> he, he, he said, said that. that. He said that shit after the fact. Because oh. <laughs> after, the T, after the TCU is, do you believe? After Colorado State, see what we doing, and then. One loss, two loss, three loss. Uh, give me a couple years. No, no, no. Keep that same energy that you yeah. was talking when we were saying, "Hey, man, at best y'all gonna win five, six games." Yeah. Well, they, they gave up a lead. They, they gave up a big lead. That, one of those. That games. Stanford game. That Stanford yeah. game, boy. Yeah. I believe if they win that game, that will put them at five. I think somehow, some way, they would have, you know, more belief in themselves and more. Moxie to get that six win to be bowl eligible, but unfortunately they didn't get it done. And now a lot of dudes that committed to play there, a lot of these five star top caliber quarterbacks and offensive linemen that said they was coming have now decommitted. So now not only is he going to hit the transfer portal again to re flip the roster, like all the young talent not coming. So you're going to get more of the same. You're going to get more guys that he had like this year that used to be 
big time players that flamed out at their other school and he's going to try to have to fix them to fix his team to get some wins, man. So <laughs> not looking good. Hey, Killer, what happened with the Steelers and Bengals game? Some bullshit. <laughs> no, it was expected. It was expected. <laughs> um, they the Bengals uh, lost a. Hold on. First of all, uh, how, the, how the hell did we let y'all get four hundred plus yards for the first time since pandemic? We lit, nigga. We lit. <laughs> that we was lit. the part that that's usually a, a little cleaner on that Play end. My but... shit, nigga. Hey, look, man. We tried our offensive coordinator, Matt Canada, and I was curious about how we were going to look. I was surprised how well we looked. Um, Because let's be real, man. You can't fire an offensive coordinator on Tuesday and be like, all right, we're going to have a whole new playbook by Sunday. Like, this ain't Madden where you can just say, oh, I want to run with the Kansas City Chiefs playbook today. It don't work like that. You still got the same playbook. You're still running the same plays. It's really all about the rhythm of the plays coming in and the segment of the plays that you're working with. Uh, I was impressed how they look. That being said, they still only scored 16 points. Yeah, I wasn't impressed with that effort uh, Deontay gave on that play. Uh, That was ugly. And I got a question because I'm trying to be nice here. Warren or Najee, who you like being the running back? Because I personally think y'all should be playing Warren. But Uh, Najee had a good game. Yeah, uh, I think what they're doing now, I want to see, like, at least one or two more games uh, because, like, a lot of stuff they were doing with Najee before wasn't suiting his style. Like, he's a big running back, so he should be lined up in the I formation. And they were just lining him up and shotgun, having to run draw plays. Like, that's not his style of running. For yeah. a quick, shifty back, that works with uh, Warren. But, like, yeah. just straight downhill, like, hey, man, we going to go off tackle. That's Najee's style. And that's what they did uh, versus yeah. y'all. And he put up, yeah. what, 100 yards, had a Hell touchdown. Yeah. Like, that's his style. Well, so, up? if they can keep that going, then he's going to be perfectly fine. And we're going to be a heavy run team and play good defense. And we, what, 7-4 and four right now? We got the Cardinals, we got the Patriots, we got the Colts, Seahawks, and Ravens. I mean, Our third down defense it, was piss poor. If y'all if y'all was third and six, you got nine. If y'all was third and eleven, you got fourteen. Our, <laughs> our third down defense was terrible. It's lit. It's lit. It's Liddy City, terrible. man. I'm we're trying to get Marvin. Trade Higgins for Marvin Harrison. Let's we're trying to get Marvin. <laughs> Go with the eighteen. <laughs> Did y'all see the judge in Young Thug's case brought his support dog to to the courthouse? I did. I <laughs> what y'all thoughts about that, man? So support dogs, the only thing, and I'm a vet, I get it. Some of the people need it. Only thing that I have a problem with support dogs is, is in restaurants. You shouldn't force people who don't like dogs or have allergies to animals to have to eat around animals. I personally don't mind it. I personally like animals, but I got some friends and family that, you know, their allergies to that stuff is on 12. So it's like they, you know, I have, we have been at family functions where the lady had the dog and half my family had the balance. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like for real. But court, mm, 
I don't see how he needed a support animal at court, but because he he don't have no time to like affectionately love on his support animal <laughs> while he in court. So that's like if you need that, you know, rub on the back and that hug from the dog to you know get your mind right, then that's fine. But in court, the dog he say he might hear a bell behind me. He might get curious. Like he just brought his dog to work. <laughs> <laughs> we have uh bring your dog to work day at the station and on those days i work remote i'm not <laughs> an animal person like not only am i not an animal person i'm allergic to uh cats and dogs so i just be like yeah i'm uh i'm gonna sit this one out like oh come on calf just take <laughs> like nah i'm good i'm good matter of fact there's a lady down the street who takes her dog on a walk without a leash so yeah, yeah. Like, I just, it's just me. But Dizzle, you a dog owner, you dog lover, man. How you feel about this? Hey, man, if he need it, bring it, man. I mean, he the judge. It's his courtroom, his <laughs> rules, man. <laughs> hey. I do have a question, though. Like, are there certain dogs that can't be support animals? Because, like, can I just say, hey, man, I want my pit bull to be a support animal? I've seen support alligators. I've seen support ostriches like I, I was on a flight with a lady carrying her dog and the vest was bigger than the dog i'm like you bought that on amazon trying to get that off of the flight like that's what <laughs> that's what that felt like because i've seen some little bitty dogs supposed to be like support animals and i'm like man that dog is barely you know a pup like yeah. it's a baby dog like a like a toddler <laughs> i don't i don't think that there's any rules to the support animal you can have a support gerbil if you want it and throw a little vest on them so we was up in Cleveland for the holiday. We had to stop past the mall real quick. And, like, it was, like, a group of ladies in there walking their dogs in the mall. Like, when were you allowed to bring dogs in the mall? I asked the wife that. Like, maybe there's their emotional support animal. I'm like, <laughs> really, dog? Nah, they probably really? got a dog park over there somewhere. It must be. I don't know, man. It's, it's, it's just, like you said, man, different times. Yeah. But – Killer, you've been talking about it, man. Standing on business. Standing on business. What are we yeah, talking man. about? Are we standing on business with T.I. and King and Tiny was popping? So, Young King, the video shows him, you know, somewhat in a, you know, aggressive conversation with what sounded like to be his mother and father. Um, later on, we get the full clip and we see what's going on. But uh, T.I., was forced to snatch up his son King <laughs> after his son started tripping and pushing Tiny. God, <laughs> what a mess! What yeah, a man. fucking mess! That nigga like Tariq. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he he was out there uh, looking. Somebody said, <laughs> "I can't even say." If you if the doctor if if you made the doctor give you veneers that didn't fit your mouth. You don't stand on business. <laughs> but Man, yeah. I, I, I guess this whole, yeah, definitely, definitely that young shit. I guess it's all stemming from like, you know, T.I. saying he lived, his kids all lived in the gated community and grew up, you know, with a pacifier in their mouth. So they never had to want for nothing. And him saying, no, I didn't. I lived at my grandma's house. I ain't never want to live there. I'm from the streets, yada, yada, yada. I don't know what this fetish is from some young people that just want to be in the streets, man. Hey, yeah, I'm straight, 
and I'm grateful that I was never in the streets like that. Right. <laughs> like I, I'm so good. It boggles my mind to have a a group of people that live in a certain predicament and dream of being in a different predicament. And then we got like the John Morants and the Kings and the people that come from some stuff that want to be <laughs> the other way, you know, and it's, it don't make sense. It don't, I don't know why that's glorified or why that's, you know, wanted amongst the youth. Um, I do know from experience that these youth is lazy as fuck. Um, <laughs> so, uh, that that entitlement that you ain't earned, that you know all that all that stuff that you think is supposed to be given to you, um, that's the kind of vibe I was getting from King. <laughs> uh, he has no idea, you know, whether he lived with grandma or not, or lived with moms. Grandma was taken care of too, right, know? right. So so it's not like you really was, you know, out here, you know, ebting it up. So yeah, man, I just I just think that that's. That's a a unpleasurable thing to see as a forty year old is the youth wanting to be so you know gutter and for what? <laughs> yeah. Did y'all uh, check the Soul Train Awards? That's how I know I'm getting old is when I start like watching the Soul Train. Soul! <laughs> I heard it was on, but I missed it. That shit was dope. Shit and was dope. I was on. I heard uh, T Pain did his thing. Kiki, yep, Kiki Palmer hosted. It looked like they, they were outside, so it was a, a different vibe. wasn't in like a little amphitheater or nothing like that. But uh, yeah, they gave T Pain the Legend Award. So shout out to T Pain. I feel oh. like he's somebody that has been a hit maker for all these years, but hasn't gotten that recognition. So it's good to see that, like, while he's still here, while he's still young, can get yeah. his flowers. Um, but he did like a nine minute medley of all his hits, nothing but bangers. I saw um, I saw a post where he uh was awarded some year at an award show. He was in the entire category. Like it was it was Khaled featuring T Pain. It was T Pain mm-hmm. featuring Chris Brown. It was you know, it was the whole shit was T Pain. <laughs> yeah. They couldn't but, lose. So I was about to ask y'all, is there somebody like T Pain is I would say that's my error. Yeah. Um, who's next? Like who who's the next up to uh get that living legend award? Wow, Tell that's me. a great question. That's a great question because kind of just piggyback on all of that inside the chat, you know, that uh that young LA ain't I came out 15 years ago, uh, around this time, and I was you was like the first person I thought of. I was like, Man, this that was my time. This was shit. Yeah, and, 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 and I had the mohawk. <laughs> Yeah. So so thinking about people that's like been in the game like 15, 20 years, like I that haven't gotten their flowers. I mean, T.I. constantly gets his flowers. So that was going to be like kind of the person I thought of. But, you know, he gets his love. Um, rightfully so, obviously. But I really can't think of anybody off the top of my head that hasn't gotten them yet. But T-Pain definitely deserves them for sure. And I'm glad he got them. What yeah. about you, Kelly? You can, can you think of anybody? Man, uh, I think the the – the Meek Mills and Rick Rosses, you know, will be up next on that, you know, list of longevity. Um, mm. But as far as like, there's not a lot. I think it's it's gonna be some women, you know, that, that I think will get will you know will hit that mark eventually. But there's not a lot of people that stick it out that long. You know, yeah. <laughs> they either they either make the hit, get up out of there, or they, you know, constantly chasing. They don't have the resume to really, you know, 
be at the you know, elite level. So, yeah, yeah, that's a great point because it is about longevity and you know producing those hits. I would say somebody uh kind of borderline would be Trey Songs, but he always find himself in trouble. So I don't think uh, yeah. he'll be getting any love from anybody. Uh, Chris Brown, possibly. Yeah. I, uh, I was gonna say somebody young that's you know got a shot at getting there. Little baby, I think little baby got a shot. You know, he about yeah. halfway. halfway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jumping yeah. back to the whole T.I., Tiny, and King situation, uh, he obviously had to put hands on his son. Yeah. What is the best beatdown your mom ever gave you? Mm. <laughs> so, <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go I was going to say, with my mom, she's not looking. She's not watching. I'm just making sure. Uh, <laughs> I went... <laughs> I would low key be kind of faking the pain so so it'll end quick. Oh, <laughs> that's where I fucked up. <laughs> so, so I I got two, and they're both real quick. I was young. I was probably six six, you know, somewhere seven years old. There was a store called Hills. It was kind of like the Value City. It was kind of like the you know the the Target. It was just you know the department store. And um, checking out that watermelon. Five pack was right at eye level. I put that <laughs> shit in my pocket and hit the back seat with it. So we headed down Salem. I'm on piece two or three already. All right. She hear me <laughs> smacking. Where'd you get that from? She knew what it was. Turns around, makes me go see the manager inside and take it back. She's waiting for me against the car. As I'm walking back to the car, knocks my mm. tooth. I had a loose tooth. Knocks Ooh. my loose, knocks my tooth out. It's blood all down my face. People walking by thinking she stole cocked me because <laughs> I'm crying with the same energy. Um, so that was like the real beat down. That probably the worst I ever got, like in public, where it was like a, a stone cold. Don't you be stealing shit or you know, all that. But I messed up in sixth grade getting that whipping, and I, I, I hit her with the it don't hurt no more. Mid whipping. <laughs> she on she on strike four or five. I hit her back like you it don't Standing there like Denzel, no like Denzel yeah. Washington. And glory. <laughs> right. Out <laughs> <laughs> uh, of nowhere, uh, that don't hurt no more. She ended up like, I think the belt might have might have got chest or neck level and it hurt again. So she like hit me in the neck with it or something crazy. Gotta <laughs> turn it up. Yeah, she she made it hurt again. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I got quick uh two quick ones, man. One, I'm probably about 14, 13, 14 years old, you know, bike crew status, you know, bike days, riding around the city, just doing all types of stupid shit, to be perfectly honest. Uh, but me and my crew, we rode to Euclid Square Mall. This mall on bike from where we stayed, probably about like a good 20, 30 minute bike ride. Mm. Uh, so we ride our bikes to Euclid Square Mall, you know, doing our normal laps, you know, just doing nothing, ain't got no money in our pocket. My one dude was stealing. So he stole some earrings and we leaving. And then, you know, the security guard come and grab him and he got him in his pocket. So it was me and my other dude, like a couple steps ahead. He was like, I ain't take him. He put him in my pocket, pointing at my dude. Here, here take him. And he tosses him. We haul ass back to the crib. We unlock our bikes, dart back to the crib. We like, hey, don't say shit to nobody. <laughs> We ain't seen shit. We don't know the shit. We don't know where he at. We ain't seen him today. But <laughs> everybody knows, like, hey, from sunup to sundown, all three of us are always together. Right. So 
know, he he starts singing like a songbird. They bring his ass home. His mom calls my mom. All three moms meet outside, talk. She come up in the house. So you've been stealing at the mall, huh? I was like, I ain't take shit. Like, I ain't got nothing. Look, look, look at my room. I ain't take Miles put the beat down on me. Uh, And then the other time was, so a week prior to this time, I'm probably about 16, 17 at this. But, you know, I'm 17. I'm 17. So the week before that, broke curfew. Got in trouble for it. But didn't get on punishment. Got got us good yelling. You know, at that Mm -hmm. age, like, Miles really was like, all right. This motherfucker too big for me to be smacking on and right. beating. It's just I can yell it to them blue in the face. So I broke curfew. It was uh, you know, what we do at that age, chasing girls. So I broke curfew. Uh, but this time breaking curfew wasn't chasing girls, it was playing basketball. So like we went to go what we call play midnight league at Greenlight Shopping Center, which was down the street from the crib. Now at Greenlight Shopping Center, also known for a place where they traffic in that work. But you know, I'm thinking, hey man. I'm not into that. We just out here playing basketball, having some good times with the boys. That turned into like, I don't know, pooping to like three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Mom's work third shift. So I'm thinking I'm the coast is clear. Like she's not gonna be home till like seven in the morning, man. Like I'm good. I can take a shower, go to bed, yada yada. I come in the house, take a shower, walk out of there. Mom's has been sitting in the living room the whole time. <laughs> no time. Like, I'm like, where was your car at? Don't worry where my car at. So <laughs> she she commenced to take me to the morgue. Like, we walk around the corner where she had parked her car so she would think, I would think that I was home alone. Drove down to the morgue, saw dead bodies. Like, you want to end up like that? No. So that was worse than any beatdown I got going to a morgue at 17 years old. Man. I ain't got none of those stories. <laughs> Penny a, don't play. I was a good kid. A good kid. All right, man. Quick hitters before we slide up out of here, man. The only one that I could find this, this week, man, was uh, the winner of a $1.35 billion mega million ticket is suing his baby mama for allegedly telling everybody in the family he won. Fair or foul? Fair. Fair. Very fair. Fair. You the baby mama. You ain't my wife. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Keep this shit on a low. You telling people it's fucking up the money. Exactly. Factual. Factual. Well, <laughs> well, there <That's> it is. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I got nothing to argue about. <laughs> I got one last thing. I know last week uh we mentioned my buying of a harmonica. I have, oh shit. I have a uh short medley I would like to play for you all. You need oh, a beat? Shit. No, I uh, will be That's playing. Some background music. I'm about to play the heart. I got the. I got you. All right, hold on. Let me. Oh, hope. Nope. Hold on. Hold on. Nope. Give me another week. We're gonna try this again. One more no. try. Hold on. All right, let me get this right. All right, let me try this again. Nope, it ain't doing it. I got, <laughs> I got y'all. I'm gonna practice some more, and I got y'all. It was not. It was sounding much better earlier, but I got y'all. <laughs> Keep practicing, bro. Yes. The yes. bright lights hit different when you live, man. I'm, I'm sweating. <laughs> oh shit! I was playing. Mary had a little lamb. I had happy birthday. 
Hold on. Let me try happy birthday real quick. Let me see if I can find, find a uh, note. Uh, your mom's on here now. She, she rooting for you. She rooting oh, for shit. you. What's up, Miss White? How are you? I've been practicing, waiting on this moment. I got y'all next week, bro. <laughs> well, hold on. Let me, all right, let, me, let me try this one more time, bro. Let's go. Let's go. You got it, bro. Bro, what? This shit, nah, this shit ain't even tuned right no more, man. <laughs> nah, it's not tuned right, bro. I gotta get a new one. I got that later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, there it is. Another episode of You Can't Make This Up podcast, Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. Hey, Dizzle. We out till next week. Peace.